Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet US election special for 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello. <laughs> and James Blood. Hey guys, pleasure to be here. Um, people know myself and Andy, but James, we're doing an election special. Can you just tell people about your background as to why you've been invited on to bring some sort of credence to this ridiculous bidding and betting warfare that Andy and I are going to be doing? Uh, sure. Um, so a bit of a politics nerd. Uh, but as my day job, I've uh, been a data scientist in the gambling industry for about two years now. So, uh, I previously worked at PokerStars, uh, doing some stuff on the sports betting and poker and casino. And then I moved to work for a betting startup, um, that does recommendation engines. So a bit of a policy nerd, big into data. So I've been looking at this election as a, as a way there's money to be made. Let's put it that way. Excellent. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, some of the stuff you'd said, so you'd commented like, I think about three, four weeks ago on the, the Facebook page and it took it spiked it took Andy all of about ten seconds before he spiked up when we should probably do an election episode. <laughs> yeah, get get James on it now, because James knows what he's talking about. He's got several good gambling stories as well. Um a man that maybe is not interested like a sportsbook punter normally would be in the actual outcome because he's arbed it off or he's seen something in the data. So very much a science man, the guy you want. Yeah, so I did quite well at Royal Ascot this year, but uh, didn't really care who won. So yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about horse racing. He won. He won. He, won, he texted me to say, "Oh, I just won X amount on this race." I was like, "Oh, brilliant! Which which horse did you back?" Wondering if it was in each way. Or and he went, "I don't know. Don't care. Can't remember." Back them all. <laughs> and for the folk on the the video Patreon, um, you will notice that Andy looks a little bit different. Um, yeah, so- I thought I, I thought I'd go for it. You know, it's ha- a it's Halloween. Well, just passed, and B it's the election special. What better get up than to don the red tie? <laughs> it's fantastic! It's fantastic for everyone that can see you. Andy, we will forgive you if at some point you actually take that off because it doesn't look like it's like movie quality. So it looks like it's probably tough to deal with. It is, and I also want to like <laughs> use my e-cigarette and like take a drink. Which uh, so, so the mask the mask is coming off, but that's a, a little bit of fun. Um, Let's get down to the serious stuff. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, firstly, James, what what are your like? What are your thoughts on the the overall, just simple terms, what it's looking like? Who's going to win? Just on simple terms. I mean, in simple terms, I think the betting markets have got this completely wrong. I think they're way too bullish on Trump's chances. Um, so for a moment, you can get Biden at 1.5, which is uh, 1 to 2 in uh, fractional odds. I'm over a decimal guy, more of a new, new school guy. So if I uh, get uh, confused with the odds, then we can do a conversion. But yeah, uh, so yeah, Biden at 1.5, I think is an absolute steal because that's an implied probability of about 67%. So obviously one in three, uh, sorry, two in three. Um, 
And so all the models that are out there at the moment have Biden with about 90 to 95% chance of winning. So that's a huge disparity um, just in terms of the implied probability in the, the markets and the the actual people who are doing the probabilistic modeling. Is there anything that's going to be different specifically? See, because of all the, the voting that's been going on via mail, because of everything that's going on, is that any chance or any reporting that there's going to be more people have voted than ever before or less people? Yes. Yeah, so in terms of actual turnout, we're looking at like the highest turnout for a century. And it's going to be a huge turnout. Um, don't think he's necessarily great for Donald Trump as well. Um, typically, the GOP have traditionally tried to suppress the voter turnout. Um, you know, if the more people that turn out, the worse the Republicans tend to do. Um, so, yeah, also, that's looking good for them, particularly. Um, but, yeah, like 90 million people have already voted. Right, okay. Can people, when does it open? Will it just open on Tuesday? Uh, how do you mean, sorry? Like for the public to actually go and vote, well, it just opened up. Well, I say 90, 90 million people have already voted. You can you can go in the, just the ballots early, drop your ballots off early uh, in person. Um, but yeah, most, well, a lot of people will turn up on the day and, and yeah, seven o'clock in the morning or something like that. Different states have different rules and they also close at different times. So one of the earliest things you're going to be looking at is Georgia closing at 7 p.m. Eastern, which is midnight UK time. Okay, and how do you think Georgia's going to go? Because that's one that, like I said, I think we were just talking before we started recording. Georgia seems to be one that no matter where you go to, it's completely different from what I'm seeing. Yeah, so Georgia's a really interesting one. Um, traditionally, Republican states in the South, um, a lot of traditional Republican voters, but you're getting more college-educated white people uh, down there now. So I think uh, a lot of the models have Georgia just about turning blue. It's a toss-up at 50-50, maybe 55-45 in terms of Biden. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be interesting, but an, an interesting one to look at. And that's going to be looking, yeah, a close around midnight UK time. Is that, so see that, that was a really interesting stat because I read that about the, about the last election. So the last election mm-hmm. were two-thirds of uneducated white under the age of 50 mm-hmm. were voting for Trump. So is that what's maybe going to change in these areas you're talking about, whereby people are now going to college and almost as if it's like insulting that the more educated you get, the more indoctrined you get. And I think, I think somebody said that for a kid to go to college in the US, that's them getting to the level that we would be let out of school at 18 in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure it's, there's necessary change of the demographics that much since... Um, since uh, 2016 i just think obviously covid is, is gonna be a huge thing that's probably more than uh, the more people change the demographics of the state um obviously the economy is not doing great because of covid although again not doing badly compared to a lot of other countries the u.s economy um so yeah i think yeah georgia's gonna be a really interesting one um and while a lot of the polls a lot of mistakes the polls was made last time around um which is why you know they got it wrong so to speak um, it was they weren't waiting for education and nearly all of them now are waiting their responses by education. So if you, um, yeah, so it's, it sounds simple to say, but the more educated you are, the more likely you are to vote Democrat. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what was I going to say? What What is the biggest impact that, that COVID is going to have? Because obviously the pure blanket terms that you see branded about are the things like, oh, unemployment's up, people can't pay their rent, there's people struggling more. Or is it 
is there anything to do with the the demographics that are more likely being wiped out? Are they impacted on um, if you're thinking of people in more impoverished areas seem to be the areas that are most affected by COVID? So are they people that would have previously voted Trump or are they like, where, which way around are they? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, COVID is traditionally say, non-discriminatory. You know, everyone, everyone has an equal chance of getting it pretty much. Maybe not everyone's got an equal chance of surviving. Um, so yeah, how COVID affects the way people vote, I'm not sure, but like in the Midwest, so looking at Wisconsin, Michigan, there's a big high peak at the moment. Um, and Donald Trump has done very badly in polling numbers on how he's handled the COVID uh, reaction. So, yeah, looking at Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, that's where you're looking at pretty uh, solid blue uh, turning on Tuesday. Yeah, so, so, I, so, so you so you say that, James, and I, I'm just wondering more broadly then, uh, have the Democrats put up, or is there faith that they would do better? Or is it just a case of he's done badly, get him out? Um, I think it's, you know, he's done badly, uh, get him out. I mean, right. I'm not sure how much faith there is in, in Joe Biden. And I think what Joe yeah. Biden has done a very good job of is made this a referendum election. He's uh, not had it, not framed as a, it's Joe Biden or Donald Trump. He's framed it as, it's Donald Trump or no Donald Trump. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. So, I mean, Biden has a, you know, he's centrist. He's, he's not crazy. He builds, um, you know, builds consensus. Um, so people don't hate him the way they hated Hillary. Um, so I think that he's got that going for him and, you know, keeping it as Donald Trump or no Donald Trump is a really good strategy for him. And I think he's done very well at that. Yes. So on those two states that you mentioned there, so Michigan and Wisconsin are two that stood out for me because I still even think, although odds at one to five, Andy will know that's a high risk bet for me at one to five. But the two of them at one to five is like an absolute gimme for me. Like there's because they they both those states voted for Obama twice. Obama's been there rallying for him at both those states recently. So it's a no brainer even at one to five that those two are coming in. Like absolutely no doubt. Yeah, I'm pretty confident those two are coming in. So I'm looking at the bet fair odds right now. Um, so we've got Wisconsin. Uh, they're one point two seven, which is a bit better than uh, one to five. Oh, you get better odds, right? Yeah, I'm just going on the exchange uh, where I'm getting. I'm pulling all my dates from the exchange, um, and um, yeah, that's um, yeah. The um, five thirty eight prediction is more confident that Biden's going to win that than the market. Um, so, what was uh, Wisconsin? We saying Michigan is the other one. They're both for the same odds. Yeah, one point two six. Yeah, next to each other, Michigan. Again, there's like a 16-point discrepancy in uh, probability from the market and 538's model. And 538 so, so is one of the more conservative models, I will say that. Yeah, I was just about to say, let's describe describe the model, if you would, James, just just for the listeners that maybe aren't aware of what you're doing. Because we've seen the map that you've built and obviously posted in the mm-hmm. Tramplebet Facebook group. So so you're using the, the tool you've bought to compare, uh, the tool you've mm-hmm. built to compare uh, the betting odds Turning it, turning it from odds into probability and then comparing that straight with the probability from 538. Sure. Um, so 538, they've built a model. Uh, it's a probabilistic model. Uh, I'm not going too much into the mathematics behind it, but you're trying to work out the probability that the polls are wrong, basically. Um, so there's a polling error of like a couple of percent that's pretty much to be expected. Um, and but basically the the five thirty eight is trying to work out the probability that these polls are wrong, and that's based on the an average of the polls. Um, it's based on economic factors. It's based on other fundamentals. Um, they've probably um, had some sort of uncertainty metric for COVID because obviously that's 
you know, once in a lifetime uh, pandemic we've got, got going on at the moment. Um, so I've done that, and they say so they're quite conservative. They're, they're compared to like the Economist, for example, the Economist have a model where Biden is about five percent, um, sorry, ninety-five percent to to win. Um, and yeah, the the five thirty-eight, I think it's eighty-nine percent uh, as we're recording. So yeah, they're a bit more conservative with their with their estimations there. And what I'm doing, I'm just pulling uh, every day. I pull the probabilities for each state, and I use the Betfair API to get the current market odds, and then just work out the probability from that. So five thirty eight is run by a guy, uh, Nate Silver. Yes, correct. I've read his book, The Signal and the Noise. It's very, it's a very good read. Um, mm-hmm. But he did they get every single state right two elections ago? Uh, yeah, I think it was the 2012 election that they got every yeah. single state right. But I, again, you know, every single state right, if it was over 50%, right, and they, they probably should have got wrong, even in 50-50, you know, you, you expect to get half of them wrong. Um, yeah. So I think that is a little oversimplification um, by the media who don't really understand sort of probability, which is, uh-huh. um, yeah, but yeah, it came to, came to fame because of that, where you say you get every single state right. So, what what are the biggest the biggest value that stand out for you in what states? Um, so I think just as I said earlier, at the top of the show, um, Biden to win is pretty big value. Sixty seven percent compared to eighty nine percent. That's twenty two points um, percentage points difference there. State by state, um, as we I think the biggest discrepancy is Florida right now, which is a twenty percent um, discrepancy. Um, Pennsylvania is a 19.5% discrepancy, 19.5% percentage point discrepancy, sorry. Um, I would recommend staying away from Pennsylvania because it's going to be slow counting. There's going to be potential for some sort of like political chicanery and shenanigans from the Trump camp because um, they've got a Democratic governor and a Republican-controlled state senate, and there might be some sort of issue over who they nominate as their electoral college um, members. Okay. What about Texas? So Trump's white, well, Trump, sorry, the Republican Party's one to three to take Texas, but they're mm. even money to take Texas by over 2.5%. Uh, I quite like Texas. I was going to have Texas as my uh, long shot, but actually I think Texas going blue, and that's sort of Biden landslide territory there. You never expect Texas to go blue. Um, yeah, so I think Texas has a, a sh- shot of going blue, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't buy the house on it, but I think it's, it's going to be quite an interesting one. What's that based on? Um, so again, if you look at the, let me try and find the actual numbers I've got for, um, Texas. So now this is massively anecdotal on my part. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, I listen to Joe Rogan and obviously mm-hmm. Joe Rogan has recently moved from LA to Texas as have a load of people from LA and New York now because of COVID. So would yeah. they be registered voters? Because a lot of those people that I listen to are Democratic voters. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that maybe been in dense populated areas have moved out, but they've moved to Austin, which I think is normally, is there, there's like a state, there's an area within Texas that normally does vote Democrat and it's just surrounded by red. Yeah. Is the food um, that they maybe might have expanded out? Possibly. And also I think, you know, Trump is doing badly with, with uh, with COVID and you know, Texas has been badly affected by COVID. So yeah, this is partly changing demographics, as you, as you mentioned. 
I think generally Trump is not doing well with, with many people. He, I don't know if you guys watch the debates, but he seems to take the, un, the unpopular position on every single thing he does. Um, you know, separating families, for example, it's not a, it's not a popular thing to do. Um, <laughs> uh, and he he's always seems to be taking the unpopular position. So it's kind of hard to make up a... So over, overall, it's like it's a 10-point gap, or maybe it's nine points now, uh, in terms of the, the polling for Biden and... Um, in favor of Biden compared to Trump. Um, but yeah, taking the unpopular position and everything is not a way to, to follow that up. Um, but yeah, so Texas is an interesting one, I think. So the um, implied probability uh, for um, Democrats to win is um, 27.8%. And that's based on odds of 36 um, I think, so let's check what Nate Silver has it at. Um, so, yeah, it's about 33% chance for, according to 538. So, so a bit slight of a, value. Slight value there. I think Florida's probably the biggest value with, with 20 points uh, difference. Um, what's, it, what's it looking like now, James, in North Carolina? Because certainly when you posted the map maybe three weeks ago, uh, that looked like there was pretty good value backing a Democrats win in North Carolina. Is that uh, has the book moved at all on that? So the books come closer to um, to the the models now. So it's one point six nine of the odds. Um, so obviously favourite for Biden to take it. Um, there's a six percent discrepancy uh, in North Carolina. So yeah, there's some value there. Um, I, I realize that it's going to sound like a massively partisan and anti-Trump here, but there just isn't any value on betting on Trump. Um, there's all the states where the models are different from the um, different from the betting markets in Trump's favor. He's basically a lock to win. So we've got like Nebraska, uh, Wyoming, Idaho, and the actual difference there is like a couple of percentage points at most. So. Um, right. Yeah, I am. I know I'm coming across as massively pro Biden here, but I just think that it's, he's probably going to win. Um, but no, ten yeah, percent is not nothing. Yeah, no, but mo- most people that listen to this will understand that you're you're looking at the numbers here and then mm. telling us what that translates to in terms of value. It just so happens that the books have been set up in a way where there's very little value backing yeah. Trump. You don't get that disparity mm-hmm. of price compared to probability. Aye. Aye, James, don't worry about that. Everyone can uh, see if you're backing these up with numbers and figures and stats. Everyone can go fuck themselves, basically. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. This is, a, this, is a guy that win, this is a guy that wins money on horse racing not knowing the horse that he's backed, right? <laughs> That's how little he cares about, you know, the actual, like, who he's backing. It's more about the numbers. Absolutely, yeah. What about um, anything outside that I'm semi-interested in? So... I think I think I sent you the picture of what I was looking into, and I've just taken this as just an absolute out and a whim, right? Based mm-hmm. on following, so Kanye West has run as an independent. There are three yeah, Kanye West is an interesting. There are three hundred and forty million people in America, and you're getting what was it again? Nine to one for him. No, wait, not if sorry, that's a different bit. Four to one for him to rack up a million idiots that put his name in a polling card. I don't know. I mean, twenty percent chance he's getting more than a million. Uh, I don't buy it. So what? You're, it? you're you're spoiling your vote, aren't you? You're you're, you're spoiling your vote. Is it American elections? What's a two-hour race, and you're just spoiling your vote doing that? Yeah, but um, that's what I'm saying. I think what about people who maybe don't vote, like younger people who maybe don't vote? And Kanye West goes on a wee tour for the last three weeks, gets enough people just to put their name down. 
like literally a country of 340 million people. Got, got to be enough, sure, but not all those 340 million people are registered to vote, right? That's true, that's true, that's true. So what is it, you get, I think you get 13% on the age of voting. Yeah, so, um, I yeah, I think probably not a good bet. I mean, if you want to waste a ton, then sure, why not? I think that um, maybe... How many fans has he got? Oh. Like, do you know what I mean? If I, you know, if if I was, you know, in Gla- in Glasgow City Council, if, you know, if Tom Petty when he was alive had, had run as an <laughs> independent, I would have voted for him. Fuck it, why not? Like, it's hard enough for me to decide like b- b- between the parties because I, I mean, can't, I can't wife, find one. Wife, really... His wife is the most famous woman in the world. Like, like yeah. that, but no, it was just something thrown out there because I thought, like, like just because you can write his name in a bit of paper, like he's not going to go anywhere. But I thought, I don't know, man. Just enough people at forty-one, just get man. Yeah, if you want, you want a bit of a punt and you don't really care about losing ten pounds, then yeah, maybe it's worth a tenner. I wouldn't put anything more than that. I think I don't think it's a good bet. Yeah, I, I mean, a million the, people are going to do it. But... Yeah, to put it in a context, I think the highest independence being like three hundred ninety thousand. Wow, so you need to double it and then some. Yeah, and then <laughs> And with so so you say four to one, that's twenty percent implied probability. I don't think it's twenty percent likely to happen, but I might be wrong, you never know. Yeah, I think maybe there's just enough people been backing that recently on Skybet. <laughs> Off the back of a Joe Rogan appearance probably. <laughs> maybe. And one of the bets you sent me earlier was uh I don't think it was very good. So it was two to one for Trump to lose the popular vote and win the presidency. Yeah. Um I think Trump is basically a lock to lose the popular vote. Um he lost to Hillary, he's got less popular, and you know, he's going up against someone who is more popular much more popular than Hillary. Um I think he's basically a lock to lose the popular vote. So all the ten percent chances he has of winning, I think it's that comes with him losing the popular vote. I'd be very, very, very surprised if he did win the popular vote. Because he lost he lost the popular vote last time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hillary won. And and and, and, and you reckon things have gone even more that way. So yeah. Yeah. Um I can't see him picking up any states that Hillary won last time. And I can see Biden picking up states that um, Trump won last time. Uh, obviously, Pennsylvania and um, Florida, the two main ones. Yeah, is Florida, is Florida what done for Al Gore, wasn't it? Yeah, again, Florida's an interesting one. Um, so what, one of the things we've not talked about tonight is the shifts. So um, Florida have been counting mail votes early. Um, they're very good at they get a lot of mail votes anyway. Um, so they've been counting them early, and they should release a load of mail-in votes about 8 p.m. Eastern time, which is 1 o'clock in the morning our time. And those are overwhelmingly going to break for Biden. And then there's going to be some sort of red shift towards, um, towards Trump as the in-day votes get counted. So Florida has quite an old demographic, doesn't it, in terms of yes. compared to other states? A lot of people go there to retire. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also been hit really hard by COVID. Yes. Um, been, like, sports teams like the Florida Marlins didn't play a game for ages at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. um, because basically Florida was, was, was covered in COVID cases. So do you reckon that's going to shift it more blue? I think so. And Florida's always been a swing state, right? It's, mm-hmm. And it will be forever. Um, yeah. As I keep mentioning, Trump does really badly in polls on how well he's handled the COVID. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, Florida was COVID central. They didn't have the, the spring break. Everyone was in Florida on the, on the beaches. And um, the governor basically reopened Florida because they, they wanted, um, wanted the economy back on track. 
So, yeah, I think Florida is uh, an interesting one. It is a toss-up. I think um, five thirds, yeah, about two thirds um, in favor of, of Biden. So, yeah, I'd be an interesting one to look out for. And as I say, it will it will shift red later in the night. But the first lot of votes that get announced will be primarily blue, uh, which will be the opposite to things like Pennsylvania. Um, is there anything on or estimates on how many of the electoral college votes they'll get? What numbers we're looking at? And betting, you can bet on like brackets of twenty-five. Yeah, or, or the over so, over under markets or various other things. Again, uh, I back the overs. So uh, checks on three six five earlier. I think the line was three hundred and ten votes or something for, or maybe it was three hundred votes. I can't remember exactly what the line was on three six five earlier, um, but I would back the over for that. I can see Biden getting sort of 335 to maybe, if it's a landslide for him, maybe 400. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I'd always back, I'm very, I'm much more confident on Biden than I am, that I was on Hillary uh, four years ago. Um, that's just what, where the numbers seem to be. And especially compared to the betting markets who, for my money, do have it all wrong. And obviously, like with Skybet and Bet365, they allow you to actually build a variety of bets. Is there anything that you would like to see? I think Skybet have got like CSI just basic things where they had put together uh, Biden popular vote, Trump to win the election, and you were getting better odds than you would the two single as a double. Like that was the thing that stood out for me. So they obviously don't really have it priced properly when they're combining bets either. Is there anything that like would really stand out, whether it's Biden to take over 330, Biden to win? and then Biden to take Texas? Uh, not that I've seen at the moment. I've done a bit of looking around various sites. Uh, I'm actually banned from Sky, so I've not spent too much time looking on Sky. <laughs> uh, that's another story about me taking it's a great, money. It's a great story. Yeah, we, uh, we won someone else's slot machines, but I'm going to leave it at that while this is going out into the public <laughs> domain. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm banned from Sky, so I can't... Uh, so I've not spent too much time looking there. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of value if you're staying up on the night, uh, if you stay up until, I don't want to make people miss work the next day, but if you stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning, there's probably some value to be had with markets overreacting to, uh, to early Early's. results. Ah, right. So the ones that you've already kind of told us to look out for, mm-hmm. watch for it flipping, right? Okay. Yeah, so Georgia, Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania I don't, I don't want to put too much uh, money on Pennsylvania because of the, as I mentioned earlier, there's, could be some sort of political chicanery and skullduggery, uh, and who's going to be actual send the um, send the electoral college delegates to the to the Senate? Okay. Is there anything else we need to really be aware of before this all kicks off? Um, one thing to look at is possibly the the congressional elections as well. Uh, there are some Senate seats available. There are some. Uh, house seats available. Uh, I quite like the treble where the Democrats win their House, the Senate, and the presidency. Um, on there wasn't much liquidity on that on bet for, on the bet for exchange, but it was about four point four. Um, I think or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was uh, it was a good bet. I think to, for the Democrats to get all three. Um, yeah. Other than that, I would just keep an eye on what's happening on on the day um, and check the overall horse race. Check the you know, Biden versus Trump and see where that's going. It's been about one point five for about a week now, which I, I think is 
way overpriced for Biden. So still good value. Yeah, I mean, he's 1-8 to win the popular vote, which is just said. So, yeah, I don't get how he can be that confident in that. Mm. He'll be left out, but then America's a wee bit of a system that I don't massively understand. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crazy system, this electoral college. But I mean, we've got so, a crazy one with our parliament as well. If if he if he is there any big state, uh, James? Just talking about it more broadly um, than than just the betting angle. That if Biden wins that state, you're like, yeah, that's it, game over. Uh, Florida. Yeah, if it comes up that Florida goes blue, you're pretty confident to go right. That's I mean, it. It's, it's coming in. Yeah, um, Trump basically has one less than one percent chance if Florida goes blue, right. um, and that's probably the one we'll know on election night. Um, obviously a lot of mail-in ballots that take longer to count than the normal ballots uh, we might not know definitively if it's close for a few days or even weeks who's actually won the election wow um, yeah so I think uh, someone mentioned um, I saw on Twitter the, the Trump camp said the best thing they can hope for is um, Florida's close and Ohio goes Trump and then um, they, they can do more to suppress the um the mailing ballots that arrive after the election day because some states allow ballots that are posted on election day to be counted oh okay yeah so uh yeah i think that's uh tantamount to a coup but we'll see what yeah happens that's, some of, that, that, that's some of that political chic- chicanery that you were talking about yeah. that, that falls that falls under skullduggery I, I do believe so uh you mentioned ohio what's your, what's your thoughts on ohio specifically uh, let's have a look at Ohio on my map. I've not spent too much time looking at that because when I was looking at uh, an ensemble of models, there was a big discrepancy between the 538 model and the Economist model. Ah, okay. Um, so, that's actually, 538 has quite a good, uh, I think it's quite a lot of value betting on Ohio. So, it's 3.15 um, on the exchange. Um so yeah, maybe a little bit of uh maybe worth a little bit of a, a punt on Ohio. Let an outside shot that actual numbers. Maybe an outside shot. Yeah, so uh so that's Democrats implied probability of uh thirty one point seven percent. Um and yeah, I think uh five thirty eight has a just about fifty percent, so it's a toss up. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good value about that one. Great. I'll have me some of that. My favorite baseball team's in Ohio, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a real look on Bet365. Bet365's odds look much tidier than Skybets. Mm. Just for anyone looking out there, so even Bet365, which I don't use, but I've got it on my phone, um, is the one that I'll probably be using now because I've already seen some discrepancies on that. Ohio on there is almost uh, 2 to 1, whereas it's 6 to 4 on Skybet. So you're losing quite a lot of units. So it sounds like Skybet's maybe been using something, um, I don't know, just been tighter on the market. don't know. Yeah, probably, I think probably the traders, a bigger thing. since put a big margin in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not a huge amount of liquidity in political betting, um, so they don't really care too much. Um, yeah, so they, they, do, they don't spend a lot of time modelling it, as they do with football and horse racing, for example. Right. Okay, look. So if you were like in charge of America right now or the budget, you would just take all the money and put it on Biden and ensure Biden wins and then your kind of deficit cleared, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. Uh, good way to balance the books. Honestly, honestly, I remember, I remember saying that on a on a podcast episode about Scottish independence. 
was <laughs> what we should have done. Nicola started a lot of the bean thing with Alex Salmon at the time. She just went, what, how we're going to fund the country, right, is we're going to take everyone's money right now, put it on a yes vote, and if you want your life to be better, you all have to go vote yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, James, this has been excellent. That's been a really, this has been a really fun episode. I mean, we do also understand that the American life is take here, and whichever yeah. happens on Tuesday, Wednesday, if we make money, um, just good luck to any family friends that we've got in America, no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah, good luck to everybody in America, and uh, stay safe. Yeah, and James, you'll be about on our Facebook group, maybe dropping. Uh, some sort of messages on the day uh, of anything that you spot. Yeah, sure. If anyone uh, anyone could feel free to reach out to me on either Twitter or on Facebook, and I'm happy to answer any yeah. questions. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll maybe start a thread, and you can if you if you see anything um, of yeah. those in play shouts on the day as 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 books sort of as tides start to turn, you can you can maybe throw it up in there. I know uh, we'd all be very grateful. Sure. So am I supposed to give it a banker, an outside shot, and a value bet right now? Yeah, yeah, ping, ping something up. Go something that people can just get their head around and just have a wee note of now that we're the, going to The there. normal format. Love <laughs> it. Uh, okay, so I think my banker, I'm going to have to say Biden to win. I just think it's uh, it Trump's 10%, but I guess if you've got aces versus ace king in Texas Hold'em, you're back your aces there, wouldn't you? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, value bet. I think I've got to go Florida, um, which also helps Biden, your chances of the Biden thing coming in. I think that twenty point discrepancy between um, five thirty eight and Betfair exchange is pretty good. So I've got um, Biden to win overall at one point five. Uh, Biden to win Florida at two point two eight, and I guess the outside one. Yeah, I'm going to go Texas. Uh, 3.6 for Biden to win Texas. And that's going to be a landslide territory if, uh, if Biden does take Texas. Okay, Oak. No, that's excellent. Um, as we just said, Andy, just mentioned the thread there. If you haven't listened to us and you've just came to us via this election special, go to Facebook, search for the Trample Bet podcast, and we will then add you into the group and we'll get the thread set up for Tuesday morning so people can monitor Tuesday night or Wednesday whenever they're watching it and hopefully, hopefully find some value and make some money as James has given us some good advice. Yeah, I hope everyone makes quite a lot of money of this. <laughs> um, that was the election special. Thanks very much for joining. Cheers, James. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on. Podcast Network.